Welcome to Inside Pediatrics, a podcast brought to you by Children's Hospital of Alabama in Birmingham. I'm Tiffany Kazaroski. Today we're talking about the Psychiatric Intake Response Center, or PERC, with Dr. Jesse Tobias Martinez. Dr. Martinez is Medical Director of the PERC and Consultation Liaison Psychiatry at Children's of Alabama. He is also an Assistant Professor at UAB, the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Welcome, Dr. Martinez. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So let's talk about PERC. What exactly is PERC? The PERC is, it stands for the Psychiatric Intake Response Center. And really, we are a telephone triage response center for patients and families to really help them better navigate the mental health system. It's a confidential telephone response center linking adult callers to mental health resources for children and teens. And currently, you guys are serving five different counties surrounding the metro area of Birmingham. Is that correct? Correct. Currently, um, we have a database with over 500 plus providers in the Jefferson, uh, Shelby, Blunt, St. Clair, and Walker counties. One of the things that we try to let people know that PERC is not is a suicide or crisis hotline, correct? Explain to us the difference between what PERC can do and then then what those are for. That's correct. So, The PERC is really a resource center to help patients and families better navigate the complex mental health system. But we always ask callers and the community to not call the PERC um, when you do have a a severe crisis, if someone is suicidal. We always say call 911, call the crisis hotline, or go to the nearest emergency room. Yeah, so PERC is really more as a resource. What types of things are people calling about We get uh, telephone calls um, from a variety of callers, whether it be teachers, nurses, other clinicians or physicians in the community, social workers, and patients, families as well. Mm -hmm. And um, we're getting calls about um, children that are depressed, about bullying, anxiety, difficulty or problems in school. Um, More recently, we're getting more calls about uh, self-harming and Mm -hmm. cutting. And also we do, even though we're not a crisis hotline, we still get telephone calls about suicidality and and how to help parents uh, navigate or how to help parents help those children. PERC is really for adult callers of children Um, or possibly if they're taking care of children in this scenario like a physician who may need some advice on what to do with this patient family. We always want to hear or speak with an adult caller because we can better help provide them resources, communicate telephone numbers uh, to better help that adult person uh, help that pediatric child patient. And on this side, on this end of the line, who is answering the calls in the park? When anybody calls the Psychiatric Intake Response Center at the 638-7472, you're going to uh, get connected with a licensed mental health professional. And uh, those uh, licensed mental health professionals have years of education and experience in working with pediatric patients in the mental health field. That's like one of the number one things that we require when Mm -hmm. anyone applies to work um, with us in our PERC. And they are the ones that are going to provide the education and recommend the most appropriate resources. Okay. What is the goal for that mental health professional as they answer that call? What is their goal before they get off the line with that person? The goal of the licensed mental health professional um, during that telephone call is to uh, quickly assess and triage the situation or the concern that the caller has Mm -hmm. and then connect 
pediatric patients to the right level of care at the right time. We really want to help families and others in the community avoid navigating the complex mental health system. And that's one of the things that we hear a lot about, that when we go out to the community, a lot of people say, like, they don't really know how to get a hold of somebody Mm -hmm. or who to talk to. And then when we talk to pediatricians, a lot of them say, go to the nearest emergency room and if someone is depressed or having thoughts of wanting to harm themselves or are just not um, behaving appropriately in class Mm -hmm. because they just don't know who to go to. I would imagine that is often a barrier to getting help is that sometimes parents, caregivers just don't know where to start. Exactly. They don't know where to start, who to call, um, what insurance, uh, what insurance some agencies take, mm-hmm. um, how long the wait. And then they get discouraged because they hear that the wait at some places is several months out or several weeks out or they're not taking patients. So we have our licensed mental health professionals constantly updating our database to make sure that we're giving the most accurate um, information uh, to our callers. Is there a need sometimes to follow up with these callers and ask them how things went? Yes. So we do provide follow-up phone calls for families um, to just make sure that they were able to make that connection with that mental health professional in the community. Mm -hmm. If we have a a case where we feel that really needs a follow-up phone call, we do provide that as well. Um, And then we also encourage um, our callers to always give us a call back. So we give up to three resources at a time to a family, Mm -hmm. and we always tell them, just give us a call back if those don't work out for you, if you need more education because the reason we chose three is we, if we give someone a whole list they become like overburdened or uh, maybe um, confused overwhelmed yes exactly and so we give three and we tell them try these three Um, Mm -hmm. if that doesn't work just give us a call back now let's talk about a little bit about the history behind the perk and the need for this resource center here in uh, northern central alabama I always want to mention that, you know, suicide, a lot of people don't really connect suicide with pediatric patients, but really the CDC reports that suicide is the second leading cause of death um, between um, uh, individuals between the ages of 10 and 34. And so it is out there and it's something that we need to address. And in 2016, Children's of Alabama engaged in a, in a research council project within the state and um, they were identifying areas where the state of Alabama needs more assistance or can do better for our patients. Mm-hmm. And of the nine instances, mental health was one of them. Oh, wow. So this led to, in March of 2018, um, Children's of Alabama working with the Ann B. LaRusa Foundation uh, to help establish our Psychiatric Intake Response Center to meet that mental health need in the community. Because we know that we can't make more providers or, or have more child psychiatrists out there, right. but we can help people navigate the system mm-hmm. and navigate and connect to those providers that are out there because a lot of them aren't really known. There are not many centers like this in the country, correct? That's correct. So when we were doing research to find out what would be the best way to to allocate our resources that we have here, um, mm-hmm. along with the Ann B. LaRusa Foundation, um, we did a, um, a research project and looked into the nation. And we came across uh, another a psychiatric intake response center. There's actually two other ones in the nation. They're both in Ohio. One's at Cincinnati Children's and the other is in Akron Children's. And so we actually went over there, paid them a visit, toured, and were able able to kind of look at the way they work their psychiatric intake response center Mm -hmm. and bring that here to Children's of Alabama. What is the goal for PERC 
moving forward? Moving forward right now, um, like I mentioned, we're serving or we have a lot of resources for the five uh, local counties surrounding um, Children's Hospital, Jefferson, Mm -hmm. Shelby, Blunt, St. Clair and Walker counties. And our goal in the future is to continue to expand to reach other counties within our state. Now, right now, we do have people calling us from like Madison County, mm-hmm. from Mobile, Alabama, calling us looking for resources. And we always do a search and we always get resources for them. But we hope to further expand our database to include the surrounding counties and further out in Alabama. And then what about the, um, the mental health providers in the area? When you all were in the planning stages, was there some sort of contact with them to say, hey, we're starting this database. Do you want to be a part of it? Yes. So we did reach out to mental health um, providers or clinicians in the community. We had a forum. A lot of people showed up to learn about what the perk is Mm -hmm. and what the services were able to offer. Um, And the word has really spread to the point now we have people that are establishing um, clinics or establishing uh, treatment centers that are calling us to ask us if they can be on our resource list. Oh, that's great. That's terrific. What kind of response are you getting from those mental health providers? Are they contacting you and letting you know that that things are working any feedback from them so far we're getting a lot of positive feedback that we're sending the appropriate cases to them or appropriate um, patients um, in their direction they're grateful that we're able to kind of triage and navigate and and send someone that would be a good fit for that um, specific um, therapist or counselor in the community one of the complex things about looking for a mental health clinician or provider is um, insurance and who what Mm. who takes what insurance yes and so we've actually received feedback that uh, from different agencies that they appreciate that we're sending them the people that are able to receive those services. So that's part of your database Mm -hmm. is knowing what type of insurance that mental health provider Mm -hmm. has or accepts. Right. What type of insurance, what Mm -hmm. type of age range, what type of diagnosis, what type of therapies. So we're able to kind of filter out and help. I can imagine it would be hard to have a child with some mental health or behavioral issues and just not knowing where to turn. Right. A lot of times people don't know who to turn to, how to start that conversation, and it goes along with the stigma surrounding mental illness. Nobody wants to say or go to somebody and say, like, "Um, I'm concerned because my child is saying that they no longer want to live, or I'm concerned because my child is struggling in school. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to talk about how great their child is doing. And we're that voice to advocate for the child and let the families know it's okay. It's not the end of the world. These are the next steps you need to take. This is how you need to get that help for your child and we're always there to provide education and encourage them to call us back and let us know what we need to do to help them more. It's a confidential call, right? Yeah. When anybody calls us, um, uh, the telephone call is strictly confidential. We um, respect all of our callers' privacy, especially because a lot of people are unsure when they call us or maybe nervous when they call us. And so we don't share any information with uh, anybody else and we only provide the resources to that family directly. Anything you'd like to share about the team and and how this has fit into the landscape of mental health in the state? This has just been a great service and a great project to be a part of. And our team is is there active, ready, and willing to help those um, that, that need help navigating the mental health system. A lot of times people may feel like, I don't know if I have the, uh, if it is appropriate to call or why should I call? How do I get in contact? Um, do I call or do I go to the emergency room? And we want to take all mm-hmm. of that, all of those pressures away from our callers and just encourage them to give us a call and, and let us help you. Uh, and will ultimately let us help you help that child. 
So what are the goals as far as access to care for these patients? We really want families and adult callers to give us a call first so our um, licensed mental health professionals can triage the situation and really provide the resources to get that patient to the right level of care at the right time. Ultimately, we want to decrease the long waits um, in our emergency rooms that are already clogged with a lot of patients that may not necessarily need to come to the emergency room for an mm-hmm. evaluation. If we can take care of this over the phone and the child can be safe in their home and go to someone in their local community, that would make um, everything all worth it. Okay, so remind us the hours and the phone number to call. All right, so the number for our psychiatric intake response in our PERC is 205-638-PIRC or 205-638-7472. We're open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m., and we're based here at Children's of Alabama. Okay, and that website, if anyone would like more information, is childrensal.org forward slash PIRC, P-I-R-C. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Martinez. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Inside Pediatrics. More podcasts like this one can be found at childrensal.org forward slash Inside Pediatrics.